America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sins. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoyed seeing people worship, praising God. Hey everybody and welcome to Belief It or Not, the show where we believe it. Or one one doesn't. Uh, no, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know who's to say, not me. We're not experts. No, we're sexperts. That's right. Yes, that's right. We well, know all about sexual things. Sexual and things. Sex is kind of like wet magnets. Yeah, wet magnets. Opposites attract. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes they don't, though. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, sames attract, too, and that's okay. Yeah, like sometimes two uh, men can fall in love. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, however you want to do it, just do it, so long as everyone is consenting adults. Yeah. That's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Damien, no how- murder. Oh, no murder. Yeah. Damien, how have you been? I've been good. good. Yeah, we're in a... Uh, terrible smoggy polluted mm-hmm. air warning right now, but yeah. the election's over, so that's good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Chow how, one. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, pretty good. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> okay, good, good. Life's life's not bad. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, not a lot is new with me. Mm. My foot's really sore. Yeah. Um, my f- face hurts. Oh. Why does and your face it smells, um, oh, allergies. Oh. And it smells like smoke out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that stuff sucks. Yeah, but other than that, life's pretty good. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Other than all that shit, it's pretty good. Yeah. So why we can't complain. Um, Speaking of complaining, let's complain about somebody. Hmm. Oh, okay, that sounds good. Um, I searched a couple times just to make sure we haven't done this as a topic yet, mm-hmm. because I swore. I feel like we've talked about it. We have, and we talked about it in uh, uh, Prosperity Gospel, in yeah. Televangelists, in um, Preacher Scandals, I think, and in um, one of the year in reviews. So we've talked about this gentleman, Mr. Joel Scott Osteen, Osteen. Many times, but we haven't done an actual episode about him, so I figure, why don't we do it on do it on up? May as well. Yeah. What do you know about Joe Joel Olstein? I've just seen his face, and I know he's one of those big preacher boys, mm-hmm. and he's full of shit. That's all I really know about. Yeah. Him. That's yep. all I want to know. Probably about. full up to a. About here. He's one of those guys, like, you know, you see them all the time, and you're just like, I don't really want to know anything about this loser. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, like, he really pissed me off last year. Oh, yeah. Because um, I put in an episode, a video, Mm, and there was no copyright claims on it at first. And then all of a sudden, he blocked it in all countries. Yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't him sitting at a computer, but it was his people. It was him. And it wasn't his sermon, but it was a guest speaker at his church. And, but so Joel Osteen Ministries or Lake uh, Lakewood Church or whatever Mm -hmm. ministries blocked it. And normally 
if you have a copyright claim and it's covered under fair use, what happens is you dispute it and they hold it in escrow for 30 days. Yep. Um, but that's up to their discretion. I'm actually dealing with this right now with um, another company. Mm. But um, so it, it, everything I did was covered under fair use, but um, they chose to block it at first until I disputed it. And then it still got suppressed, but it was visible, but it just wasn't like shown, wasn't, yeah. um, like, you know, yep. on like your, whatever, your for you page or whatever. Um, and then usually it's a 30 day period where they can dispute it, but they denied, uh, after they went, we till, waited till day 29 to deny. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they're just you, trying to pressure you into taking it down. Exactly. Yeah. So day 29, they denied it. Um, I looked and I was like, no, everything is covered. This is legal, fair use. I'm doing commentary on the sermon. Yep. So I disputed that. And then they have another 30 days. And they waited the entire 30 days. Um, so that okay. just to make sure that I wasn't paid for 60 days. Yep. Um, on a video that I worked on, uh, and uh, just because I kind of made fun of them. And I've seen it. Uh, Mike Winger is um, a guy I never agree with, but he's also had to fight Joel Osteen a lot. Yeah. A lot of Christian creators are critical of Joel Osteen, and so he they just make sure anything from their church just gets shut down as soon as possible on YouTube. Yeah. So that being said, I probably won't use a lot of video clips from them. <laughs> in the in the YouTube version of this, well, can you so. use clips from your videos? Oh, good question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. A video of a video is my friend. Mm -hmm. Something mm -hmm. like that. They could probably still copyright it though. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, but uh, Joel Scott Osteen was born in 1963 on March 5th. Um, oh, we're both March boys. You know what's funny? I always thought it was Olstein. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Like O-L-S-T-E. Yeah. yeah. But it's Osteen. Osteen or Austin. I don't know how you... I say Osteen, um, but... Uh, I don't know why I thought it was Olstein. Yeah. He, uh, he... I guess early on... So his dad was a guy named John Osteen, and his mom was Dolores or Dottie uh, Pilgrim or Osteen, um, and they were Texas preachers. Um, she, like, his dad was a Southern Baptist preacher, and he founded Lakewood Church, I guess in the back of an old feed store. Um, but yeah. Joel had no interest in the ministry. He didn't want to be a pastor, but he wanted to help his dad. It's so funny, like, just seeing some of this stuff. The Southern Baptist found in Lakewood Church in the back of an old feed store. Humble High School from Humble, Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all this stuff. It sounds like such a made-up origin story. And I feel like a lot of the plot points kind of sound like stuff from Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure that's where a lot of it came yeah. from, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, in 1981, he graduated high school, the year I was born. And um, no, that wouldn't make sense because he was born in 60. Yeah, that makes sense. So he graduated high school and then he went off to um, Oral Roberts University and uh, studied, I think, communication. Let's see here. I saw that somewhere. But he studied uh, not preaching at right. a Bible college, and then he came back, and he's like, hey, Dad, let's put you on TV. Isn't like, I mean, communication at a Bible college, it's it's still related. Yeah, and it's like, because it, it, I know like my friend did similar stuff at a Bible college, and it's like, there is like 
it's more like setting you up to be a radio host as opposed yeah, to a producer. Yeah, but like Christian radio, Or a radio right? producer, Christian radio, yeah. So, yeah. It's still related. Yeah. And so he got back and he set up his dad's church as a TV show on like local TV and then it went out and his dad became a, you know, a successful preacher, but because of him, his dad didn't want to be a TV guy. He just wanted to be his church guy. But Joel was like, no, let's put you on TV. No, dad, you got to get on TV. Yeah. I don't know what his accent is. You got to get on the television. But dad, you got to get on TV. We got all these people on national TV wanting to watch you, dad. Or local TV, I guess, right? <laughs> Meemaw be so proud of you. <laughs> Meemaw watch you on the TV. Is that what he talks That's like? That's how everybody in Houston, Texas talks. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, Osteen. Yeah, just Osteen. Yeah. Everyone else there talks normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like he says Mima. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, in 1999, his father had a heart attack mm-hmm. and was in the hospital, and he took over <laughs> preaching that Sunday, and then his dad died like that week as well, and it was kind of like a very sudden thing, and he had to make a decision, and mm-hmm. he decided to keep preaching. Which, which is kind of weird because like a lot of people went to school for it and had been wanting to be a preacher for a long time, but he just got to do it because his daddy did it. Yeah, it definitely feels like um, it wasn't a hard decision for yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. It was very like, oh, I've set this up. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And, it, and then his sermons have always been, it's about, um, it's self-help. It's uh, motivational speaking. Um, he rarely uses the Bible. Like, he'll put, like, Bible mm-hmm. verses in there to be like, see, it's kind of like this, but they're, like, not... He's not like most preachers where they take a Bible verse and then tear it apart and, like, look at it and right. try to make a sermon out of that. It's self-help, and then he sprinkles some Bible verses in there. And he's always been very much like, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I just want to be positive. Right. And it's almost like he wanted to be a preacher, but he didn't want to be... He didn't really want to be a preacher. He really wanted to be Tony <laughs> Robbins or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is essentially what he is, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, exactly. But when you sprinkle some Bible verses in there and you become tax exempt and you also have a built-in audience. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it immediately started doing what, like way better after he took over from his dad and started growing and, and, and you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, he says they choose to focus on the goodness of God and living an obedient life rather than to talk about sin. And, uh, yeah, he said, when I grew up, the devil was the reason why I had a headache or the devil was the reason I got mad today. And, and we always blame the devil. I think today when I say the enemy, I like to make it broader. Sometimes the enemy can be our own thoughts. So... So, okay, so he basically took over this church from his dad after he kind of televised his dad, right? Yeah. Where did they come from money already, or were they making money from this initial TV stuff? Like they were making money from the initial TV stuff. But they had to have some money before that. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure, from right. being a successful. I think they were already a large church. Like, they started as, mm, like, okay. in the feed store, but I'm, they became a pretty large church. And then he started doing the TV, right, and then they right. got bigger. So, and then they kept making Because I was going to say, like, I'm reading ahead a little bit. And yeah. uh, in 2003, they bought some uh, pretty big things for they some did. pretty big money. So yeah. I'm like, uh, where are they getting this money from? Yeah. They bought a sports arena and they were already doing well. His books were selling really well. 
Um, yeah, they purchased it in 2010, and it's a 1,600-seat arena purchased for... Oh, no, sorry. They bought that in 2003. 2003. Yeah, for $11.8 million and renovated for an additional $75 million. Uh, the church also owns a $10.5 million mansion they purchased in 2010, and that's his personal residency. So that's probably tax-free, too, because it's owned by the church. Yeah. I mean, you got to um, love when a pastor has a $10.5 million mansion. Yeah. It really speaks to the humility of the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of the you know the man of God. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So they've also since 2004 they have hosted the Night of Hope, and so that's when they'll rent out a stadium somewhere. Mm-hmm. They do a tour, rent out a stadium, and then people pay fifteen dollars to go in, and then plus they do donations and book sales inside. Yeah. So they say they don't make a profit on that. It's just about spreading the word. But oh, that's such horseshit. Yeah, even like, if they don't make a profit there, which they probably do. Yeah, um, it's also a great way to spread his name, and it's a great way to like. It's marketing. Yeah, it's a hundred percent marketing. Marketing. They definitely make money. Oh yeah. To say that they don't make money on that is such a lie. Yeah. Exactly. They did an online service in uh, 2020 for Easter. They did a mm-hmm. a service, an online service, and they had special guests Mariah Carey and Tyler Perry. Do you think he was there as Medea? Oh, probably. I hope yeah. so. Tyler Perry's been very supportive of, of their church, donating lots of money over time. Um, so, I mean, I'm not surprised by no. that. No. Mariah Carey a little more. Yeah, same. She's the queen of Christmas. What's she doing there? I guess that makes actually. I didn't know she was alive uh, other times of the year. (laughs) They make her hibernate? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Santa Claus. Yeah. I was thinking like that. uh, There's a Doctor Who episode where um, a woman is frozen. Um, (laughs) Like, um, what's that? Hyper. uh, Hyperbaric or whatever? No, like like for space. Cryo freeze. Cryogenics. But she only comes out on Christmas Eve. Every year for what? Um, to fall in love. To fall in love? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, okay. So it's a whole thing. Why? So she wakes up one day a year. Yeah. And falls in love at that same. Well, day she's. Every it's year? like she's falling in love with one person, and so. But every year, like he can only see her one day a year. It's like a whole romantic thing. Sounds like weird, uh, drawn out Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it's beautiful. What? I'll show you the episode. It's beautiful. This sounds fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like that with Mariah Carey. Anyways, so, uh, but Osteen also has a personal life. So he's married to Victoria. Uh, Victoria, so they got married in 1987. (laughs) Um, She is now a co-pastor of the church. Oh, he was uh, also, personal life is he was a sibling of, there was six siblings in Joel Osteen's family, was it six? So he has a lot of siblings. And he took over. And he, and he took over the what church. What about the yeah. rest of his siblings? Let's see here. Paul, Lisa, and Tamara, and his younger sister, April. Oh. So there's five of them total? Oh, yeah, okay. Like me. Are also involved in full-time ministry, and his half-brother, Justin, was doing missionary work. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's slacking off on a beach somewhere, saying his missionary work, probably. Probably doing missionary work, if you know what I mean. Yeah, hello. Hello. My hands are clammy. Oh, uh, I did the back of my hand, because I didn't turn. I was too far away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I wasn't uh, trying to deny you. Oh, no, no. They got two kids. Um, too many. Too many. Um, one d- doesn't seem to have anything to do with the ministry right now. Uh, the other son went to Hollywood, 
well, first studied screenwriting in college and then went to Hollywood. Being one of those liberal elites, huh? Yeah. And I think they lasted a month. Oh. And moved back and decided, actually, I want to be in the ministry. Translation. Actually, this is where the money is, and I should probably do this. Yeah. If you have an in. Yeah. I mean, once you realize everyone's a Nepo baby anyway, you mm-hmm. may as well Nepo baby yourself into the ministry. It's true. I'm a Nepo baby. Are you? My mom's the angel lady. The angel lady. She made angel crafts. A lot of people knew her back home. Oh. She's a small town celebrity. So are you going to make angel Yeah, I'm going to get into home? the angel business. Nice. Yeah. What was that? Um, what were those little, remember those little angel statues? They were all like cutesy. They're like tender moments or something. Oh, shit yeah. Like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I remember about? those. Is yeah. That, what were they we called? had a few of those, and they'd always be covered in dust. Yeah, there uh, was that, and then there were those bears, too. Oh, yeah. My grandmother had a lot of those bears, both of those statues. Yeah. Very weird. Oh, uh, yeah. But you can make those. Yeah. Just like your mom did, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it like Precious Memories or something precious like memories, that? Precious Memories, yeah. Is that what it and is? And there was the little toddlers doing little toddler yeah, things. Like, yeah. What you two need is a little comic strip called Love Is. It's about two naked eight-year-olds who are married. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Um, most of his money, though, does come from his books. He sells a lot of books quite often. Um, and people like to read about how they're fine and how about everything's going to work out as long as they trust in God. And it's all like... Um, Whatever you're going through, it's because it's all part of God's plan. Right. And it's going to make you to be the person that you're going to be someday and that God wants you to be. Do you think if I wrote a, a self-help book saying everything's fine and God's got you, it would do well? Uh, Yeah. Should I try? Yeah, might as well. Yeah. No, you'd have to really like convert first. You'd have to have a public conversion. You sure? Yeah. I might just try and put it out on Amazon. Oh, yeah. It, no, that's fine. Happens. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, bud. Don't worry. God's gotcha. It's cool. The best part is you can just go to chat GPT or whatever and just and tell make it, it for free. Yeah. yeah. I could do that. It's yeah. true. And also Victoria, his wife is a best selling author. So Yeah. I doubt I doubt she's a good author. I doubt <laughs> yeah. he's a good author. Yeah, no, I'm sure they have I'm sure they have ghostwriters. A hundred percent. Yeah. Ghosts. <laughs> wow. Ghostwriters. So she runs the women's ministry, but she also preaches a lot at the church and now the son preaches sometimes uh but is also involved in the music and and things like that right you know what's hilarious okay i'm reading a quote about from his book yeah and this is hilarious to me uh that his book may well help heavily driven north americans to remember there's more to life than what kind of car they drive says the guy with a 10.5 million dollar mansion probably many high-end expensive cars yeah and i'm sure private jets as well so joel osteen can lick my ball sack right now because that is such horse shit yeah there was some photos of him with a ferrari he's since denied that he's owned a ferrari okay but um he does have a lot of fancy cars and yeah. it's he doesn't just have the one mansion my thing is like how can you preach something like that when you're immediately doing the exact opposite of it it's such like yeah like how do you just how do the people reading this justify yeah it? that's exactly. what i don't understand yeah. i don't understand uh, the the way that people can have their heads so far up their own asses and in oh, the sand no. to not realize is like yeah I do need to realize that the Lord's here for me and I don't need to worry about what car I'm driving. Meanwhile, yeah. the guy telling me this is a multi-millionaire oh, yeah. doing the exact opposite of what he's saying that I should do. And like he was on Oprah once and he was like, oh no, I just, I'm blessed. The Lord has blessed me. 
And uh, it's like, no, you took advantage of people. Yeah, you're exploiting looking people. looking for hope. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then the whole thing, too, is that you, too, will get this if you just trust in God oh, and you yeah, do what God says and you give God crap, money. Man. Yeah. But that's like what the whole thing is. You know, it's playing against the whole North American thing, the whole American dream. That whole yeah. thing is that we're all just a bunch of disenfranchised, soon to be millionaires. And one day we, too, will make it. Yep. Even though... We know the system is rigged and yeah. it's not going to work out. Well. There's sure there's maybe a few people who will get through out of their hard work and become millionaires. Most of the time, that's not the case. Yeah, that's exactly. Not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. The people at the top stay at the top and they keep at the top and they keep the people down. That's just that's yeah. just the way it works. Exactly. Yeah. And he. Uh, yeah. And politically, like he's always like I said, he's always wanting to just offend the least amount of people as possible but the thing is that's impossible you can't not offend people you can't walk through life being afraid of offending people you're gonna offend somebody the best option is to offend assholes (laughs) 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 offend bigots that's my whole motto you're gonna offend somebody i agree with that yeah but um he um yeah he wouldn't talk for a long time about um homosexuality um uh, what's his name? Uh, Larry King asked him once about it. And he said, like he asked him about abortion and he asked him about homosexuality. He said, I don't go there. I don't go there. Um, but then later on, he was on Pierce Morgan and Pierce Morgan really pushed him. And he's like, no, I think that marriage is between one man and one woman. And then he went on to, I don't know if that interview, I think in that interview, but he went to talk about how families are are better with a mom and a dad and then, like, just went on to, like, shit on divorced parents and single parents. And um, and it's like, okay, well, thanks for uh, not offending anybody. And now you're just being a yeah. fucking asshole. I do like how everyone's opinions about these are all based on nothing. Yeah. Except their feelings. Yep, exactly. You know? Yeah. There's no empirical evidence or clinical evidence to necessarily state that they're better. Yeah. That way, because they're not. And like, what's what's the better option? Mm-hmm. Like, that you want the um, the mom or the or even the dad to like, you want the parents to stay with an abusive partner? Oh, exactly. Um, because then they're not divorced. Or would you rather they don't leave their kids in an abusive situation? Yeah. And yeah, I would rather have one or two happy, healthy parents in a healthy relationship or out of an unhealthy relationship yeah. than two shitty parents in a terrible, unhealthy, toxic relationship yeah. that's hurting everybody. Exactly. Which is what the Christians want you to do. Yep. Stay together for the kids is yep. a terrible motto. Terrible. terrible advice. Yeah. No. Not to say that, you know, relationships aren't work and there are things that you should work on, but there comes a point where it's like, maybe we need to cut our losses yeah. for everybody's sanity. I uh, I remember once I was sitting at a Denny's with, like, my friends, and then it was like a friend of a friend was there, and this yeah. guy is just so full of himself, mm. and he's engaged, and he was like, like, I was a Christian at the time, and very much so, but he was like... There, there's this thing in evangelical Christians that when somebody's getting married or somebody is married and you're yeah. around people who aren't, you're seen as like this wise person who has all the advice there is about <laughs> relationships. Like, you know, everything. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's like, he, he's like, and the main thing is never marry anybody whose parents were divorced. What? And I was like, what? 
and he's like, I just think it's a really bad idea to to marry somebody with whose parents were divorced because they have no idea of how to be in a proper relationship. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I went off on him about how dumb that is, and it, like yeah. how, yeah. And uh, and he's like, well, I, I'm so, I'm just saying for me, I think it's a like I'm blessed. God blessed me with somebody who, and it's, yeah. What a stupid take that is. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it's also it's like saying this is like I would never date anyone whose parents. I don't know, used to drive motorcycles. Yeah. Because it's dangerous. It is dangerous. And it's yeah. just like, what are you talking about? I mean, sure, maybe growing up, you might have a certain perception on how you view relationships based on what you experience, but that doesn't mean that that's always going to flavor the way your relationship works in the future. Yeah. And like... Because you're your own individual and you're able to figure these things out as an adult, hopefully. And if you have enough healthy relationships, you should be able to understand that, oh, these things work and these things don't. Yeah. And it's like... That could just be like a shitty person too, who like I'm not going to get anybody who, um, who's seen an example of a strong woman who said no and walked away from a <sighs> shitty true person. I guess the other, my other point might be is that um, if you're banking on only having one relationship ever and you're going to lock it down by the time you're 19, yeah, maybe it does make sense <laughs> to maybe. only date somebody <laughs> who's only seen a relatively stable uh, relationship. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Because you know you're you're only giving yourself one shot, and you gotta roll those dice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. Okay, so apparently Joel Osteen does not take a salary from the church. Okay. Yeah. He used to take a $250,000 salary, which is already uh, pretty high. Uh, but now he uh, he says he doesn't because he makes so much money from his books. Um, right. He doesn't take, but, a, doesn't take a salary, but he's a multimillionaire. Yeah. But he, yeah, it's estimated that he makes about 40 to $70 million a year from his books. Right. Um, probably also from the church. Because of the church. And um, I've seen his net worth from... Fifty thousand to one hundred and sorry, fifty million to one hundred and ten million. Right. So you can you never really know somebody's net worth, but I find it funny. It was just like I don't take a salary from the church, but the only reason you sell books and stuff is because of the church. Yeah. So exactly. Even if you weren't taking a salary from the church, which I don't believe. Yeah. I don't believe that he's not making money from the church. No. There's no way that that's true. Um, you're still making money from the church, and I don't know. Um. I don't know if he does this or not, but I know with uh, Stephen Furtick, he, mm-hmm. that was his thing. It's in like the intro to the uh, yeah. to this podcast where he's like, I don't, I don't make money from the, I didn't make that money from the church. I made it from my books. But the thing is, like, he would get the church to buy a bunch of books yeah. in order for it to get on the bestsellers list. Yeah. So he's still making that money, and that's from the church. If the church is buying your books, yeah. The church is paying you. Yeah, exactly. Also, too, I, what do you bet that he's paying the rest, like other members of his family and stuff? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like I, his he wife definitely is paying his paid. wife because she's a pastor. Um, he's definitely paying his son. Uh, so, yeah. He's, so it's just like... And his brothers, yeah. I'm not getting a, a salary, but my wife's making a million a year. My yeah. son's making a million a year. They're making a million a year. Yeah. My wife and I share finances. So it's like, yeah. Exactly. It, it's all... It's, you know, it's smoke and mirrors. Oh, 100%. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Um, 
Yeah, and like obviously he's been preaching the prosperity gospel forever, mm-hmm. uh, but denies that he's that's what he's doing. He just he's just more subtle than other prosperity gospel pe- people. Um, he doesn't ask for money the same way, but he's still asking for money. Yeah, and it's still the first thing you see when you go to their website. It's yeah. It's, I find it funny that people who work for the church begging for money is seen as noble and good. Yeah. But homeless people begging for money are seen as dirty and gross. Exactly. You would think from a Christian standpoint, it should be the opposite. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You exactly. would think, right? You would think. Hmm. You would. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, hmm. yeah, let's talk about some controversies. So in uh, 2017, remember Hurricane Harvey? Uh, there's been so many hurricanes. Yeah. So Hurricane Harvey was in, in Texas and um, he, he you know, pointed out, like he said oh, some some yes. things on his on his Facebook and Twitter about how he's praying for everybody and hope everybody's safe. And someone's like, you know, you have a giant stadium that you could ho- house people in. Yep. And like all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, it's flooded. And no, they, the city didn't ask us. We were waiting for the city to ask us. And I remember somebody who was supposed to be on staff there posted a video of like see all the flooding but it was a different building they were showing the flooding in that that wasn't even oh owned by God. the church wow. and then uh, so he was getting a lot of pressure and then eventually they did like the church did organize it to be a shelter and and uh, after a lot of pressure from people and then he got an award from the city for being like a humanitarian award in the next year <laughs> for all his hard work during Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, so they really had to pressure him to do it. And then after after everybody got back, he said, um, had we opened the building sooner and someone got injured or perhaps the building flooded and someone lost their lives, that would have been a very different story. Now, I don't mind taking the heat for being precautious, but I don't want to take the heat for being foolish. This is not just an attack on me. It's an attack on what we stand for, for faith, for hope, and for love. And then he said, um, we are not go- uh, going to understand everything that happens, but you know, having a poor me mentality or look what I lost. Why does this happen? Uh, and that's just not going to pull you. D- that's just going to pull you down. Like we've been talking about all night. You just got to turn it over and say, God, you're still on the throne. The poor me mentality. Oh my God. As you sit in your ivory tower, tower yeah. probably literally made of ivory. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You can't. Use your ministerial and godly possessions to help people like you claim that they're for. No. Until you're pressured by people. Exactly. Until it looks bad for you in the media. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, they make all that money at the, as, the, as, as a church every year. And um, they give about $2 million a year to charity. Which is such, Dropping like, it sounds great, but it's, it's su- such a small percentage of what they make. Yeah. It's like, yeah, a drop of the bucket. It's mm-hmm. it's barely anything. And um, so it's definitely not 10%, which is at least, like, what most churches, like, tithe out. Like, most churches that have some integrity, they think you have to, if you're asking for 10%, then you have to give 10%. Right. Um, but not even close to that. But my thing with the, even with that too, don't a lot of churches they just put that money back into their own churches yeah. to do that kind of they stuff. Do. Yeah. So it's not yeah. really giving no. out ten percent. It's that's just feeding into you're basically paying yourself to do more things for yeah. yourself. And then if you're in the Mormon church, you use it to buy shopping malls and businesses and right. and stuff. Didn't they own KFC and stuff for a while, I think? Like, Did they? Yeah, something like that. Like Whoa. they yeah, they they invested strongly in businesses and like they have 
billions of dollars now. Wow. And they still like charge their uh, kids to go on mission trips. They still charge them like well, lots of money. Well, they're a piece of shit. And yeah. Everything they do is terrible anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but uh, buying in businesses, that's smart. That's yeah. What, that's what Shaq does. That's true. Yeah. So PPP, mm-hmm. um, there were the federal fundings for businesses businesses for like making sure that payroll happened so they got 4.4 million dollars in ppv funding even though that's like his lunch budget but so he could have easily paid his staff but they still got all that money i love i love how many of these large corporations took these ppp loans Mm -hmm. and then these are the same people who are decrying public assistance and welfare yep. and the COVID uh, relief funds that in the States was only a one-time thing. Yeah. Which is wild. Didn't look, I think Lauren Boebert got PPP or Margie Taylor Green. Oh, one of those two. And then went in. Those two are both about, yeah. nuts. Yeah. And I don't know how they're in politics. I don't know how they're, any of them get into office in any yeah. way. They are a danger to everybody. And, I, I think that, like, I mean, if they genuinely believe half the stuff they say, I think they're they're clinically insane. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Especially. No, I Is was going to say, like especially. Is there not, like, a mental competency and, test that these people should be taking? I feel like there not, should be. There's not. They should at least have to take that test that uh, Donald Trump took. That. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, if you're in public office and you're affecting people's uh, lives yeah. and livelihood, you should have to take some sort of competency. I agree. Even, like, what's that? Democrat uh, senator who's like obviously has dementia, and it's like that's sad, and it's like definitely yeah. like you know ho- you know get get help, and but it's also like not get help, but like yeah get help, but also like spend time with your family and and right. get the help you need. Don't stay in the Senate. Well, that's true with and, like a lot of politicians. Like, so many politicians are so fucking old. Mm. Maybe it's time that we should have like, you know, like if you if you get your driver's license revoked for being too old, maybe you shouldn't be in public office for yeah. being too old. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like if especially like because technology's changing too, like that's a huge thing. Like yeah. how many senators and politicians and stuff actually understand the internet, right? Yeah, exactly. Yet they're making sweeping legislation about it when yeah. you have no fucking idea. Like I've seen so many videos of politicians being like well the internet is this yeah you know if the internet's this how come you can't do this yeah people are uh, it's like that's not how it works what if one of the tubes blows things like that where you're making these giant sweeping legislations about things that you have no understanding of and don't seem to really want to understand yeah because i don't know you're too fucking old yeah it's just like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be making these decisions for people oh exactly but uh, I don't know. Somehow we disincentivize young people to get into politics. I mean, clearly, who would want to? Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the old guard so yeah. firmly rooted in it and just destroying people's lives. Yeah. Mm. Gross. It is gross. Sorry, I just wanted to check the date. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so in 2014, mm-hmm. there was a big robbery at the church. Oh no! Yeah, I know. And uh, twenty, uh, two hundred thousand dollars in cash went missing, and four hundred thousand dollars in checks went missing from the church safe. Wow! And in 2021, they found it in a bathroom wall in the church. In a bathroom wall. Yeah. Okay. So that's another one where I'm like, it was the sun. If if we're looking, if we're just looking by uh, righteous gemstones, 
<laughs> yeah, they they had a, a storyline. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Okay, wow. they didn't find it in the walls and write just gemstones. And I think that episode came out before it was found out where the money went. So it's pretty funny. Yeah, but yeah, so they found the money. A plumber was doing work in the bathroom, and then I found a bunch of money and checks. And the checks were dated around the same time as the robbery took place. So yeah, somebody stole the money, probably stashed it in the bathroom, and then wanted to go back for it, and then just something was never happened. Able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, another thing too is after Charlottesville. Do you remember Char- Charlottesville? The right, uh, unite the right. Burped. Oh, <laughs> okay, maybe. Yeah, we'll start that one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, do you remember the unite the right rally in Charlottesville? Oh, boy. Okay. Where um, Nazis were there and were not and were sh- chanting things like "the Jews will not replace us." This is one of my favorite things about conservatism. Yeah, as it is today. There's a lot of Nazis at a lot of these events. Yep. And a lot of these, like, you know, anti-liberal, pro-whatever, whether it be, like, the trucker convoys yeah. or, you know, anti-vax mandates or even just, you know, some very conservative political rallies. Yeah. Um, if, if Nazis want to be part of your belief system and group, yep. maybe you don't have a very good group. And that's the thing, too. Like, I remember um, there was a mass shooter who a lot Mm -hmm. of people were saying was a Nazi. Yeah. And then all the conservatives were like, oh, no, he's not a Nazi. And it's like, what? Why are you trying to defend this? Like, exactly. Are you saying that you're are you trying to defend Nazis because they don't do murders? Or are you trying to defend this murderer by saying they're not a Nazi? Like, what's the point here? And I'm not saying that being a conservative is a bad thing. I'm not saying that at all. I am. Okay, Trevor, you are for yes. sure. Yeah. I think what I want to qualify is is that the conservative politics and the parties as they are today and the way that they are run, I think is bad. Yeah. I think that it's fine to have conservative viewpoints. I think it's it's totally fair and they we should we should have these like contrasting yeah, like, ideals. Like you but, know, we don't want to spend all the money kind of thing. For sure. Yeah. But both parties have gone like well, the even the liberals are are much further right than oh, they used yeah. to be. So everyone has gone so far over and it's become such a sensationalist kind of knee jerk. Yeah. Let's get people to react to bullshit things over and over again so we can get more money, more votes. Yeah. Uh, it's dangerous and it's sad. Yeah. But you think they're evil, but I'm just saying, yeah, if yeah. you, if you have, if a, if a good portion of your base are Nazis, then maybe you shouldn't, Yeah. you shouldn't be, you know, yeah, so yeah, and a lot of a lot of religious leaders were like immediately speaking out against mm-hmm. this, and he wouldn't speak out about it. And yeah. then eventually he put a nothing statement out, and I'll read that oh, they, for you. They always do, yeah, because they don't want to alienate them. Just get people on followers. both sides. Yeah, yeah. Just, fuck off. One of the biggest challenges we all face is getting along with people because everyone is different. We have different personalities, different temperaments. We come from different backgrounds. When someone doesn't agree with us or not doing what we like, it's easy to get in conflict with them, to argue, to try to straighten them out, to prove our point. No, you have to be the bigger person. Just because they're doing wrong doesn't mean you have to engage. That's the diff- the, the difference. Okay, there's a difference between having a difference, a difference of opinion. Yep. And having an opinion that is actively hate-mongering and causing violence and harm to other people. Yep. There's, these are two different things. You can disagree with someone's opinions on, on say, like a financial thing or something yeah. like that. Sure. We're allowed to have those differences. The, 
when when you're when you're fighting against someone who is actively trying to um, put forth legislation that will harm and invalidate people's existence, yeah, that's when we have an issue. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the problem right now. And who like it's like this message could go to either side. Like either side of that. For sure. Because both 100%. sides villainize the other person. The only mm-hmm. issue is that one side is actually Nazis. Yeah. They're the actual yeah. villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, this one isn't him uh, particularly, but um, there was an incident at the church in uh, 2014 where a couple was there with their baby and there was an overzealous, angry usher. And he took, he thought that the safety seat, like the baby seat was just a baby seat. Didn't realize there was a baby in it. And it wasn't, he didn't think it was supposed to be on this chair and just grabbed it and threw it on the floor with the baby inside. And even uh, if you thought it was empty, that's a crazy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But assuming that it was empty is also just bananas. Yeah, exactly. And so the baby is still like... Yeah, the kid has a lot of issues now still and a lot of like mental and um, physical injuries. And so they sued the church. Um, and then, uh, but Osteen's attorney said that it was completely made up and never happened. And uh, Made up and never happened. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. And uh, that's a trend too. Okay, we talked about, yeah. Um, that's a trend too with... Um, them saying it never happened where Victoria Osteen and Joel were on a flight mm-hmm. in 2005 and um, they got in an argument with the flight attendants because there was a spill and she, she Victoria said they didn't clean it up fast enough and then was getting snippy with them and then apparently elbowed her in the breast, okay. like elbowed the okay. flight attendant in the breast and like held her up against the, the, oh, shit. Okay. the, the wall kind of thing like and then God. demanded to go into the cockpit. And just had like a tantrum on the on the flight. Is there not an air marshal on this flight? Yeah, I, don't, well, I guess twenty two thousand five. There would have been. Yeah, you'd think that would be the height of that. But there, it's also first class, and they were the right. rich people. Yeah, and famous people, so they probably just didn't do anything. And then yes, yeah, so they got sued. And again, he, you know, Joel's like, nope, nothing, none of this happened. This is all made up. They just want our money. And um, and then. A lot of people think there was a racial um, par- part of that too, because they were the both the flight attendants she was fighting with were black. Um, so and she was talking down to them the whole time, apparently, and just being a, a, a complete dick hole. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these these religious leaders are good people. No. So no. Yeah, they're good people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're great. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. Another thing is they follow the Billy Graham rule. Do you know the Billy Graham rule? No. It's the same rule Mike Pence follows with mother, his wife mother. Oh, uh, is that he won't be alone with another woman yeah. who isn't his wife? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Because, A, you'll be tempted to bang her, and also, like, there just could be rumors that uh, you're... This just sounds like a cover-up. Yeah. For fucking other people on yeah, the side. But true. seeing, like, I don't do that. But yeah. if I was alone with him, I probably I, would. I would, yeah. Meaning you probably do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that feels like. Yeah. So he's very vanilla, very like just trying to be middle of the road, but, you know, 
you can't you can only go so far with that and yeah he's just kind of a it's weird saying he's very vanilla middle of the road while being so far on yeah, the one side of the exactly. road. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I yeah. guess you're middle on the one side of the he's road. He's trying to be vanilla in middle it's of the road not, to make as much money no. as he can, but he's not because he won't actually choose a side. When you don't choose a side, you are choosing a side. Yeah. Yeah. You because you have a side. Yeah. Um yeah, any other thoughts on Osteen or this whole world of Osteeners? Ah, oh, man, it's just more people exploiting people's faith for money. Yeah. Doing terrible things and just setting up terrible things. Yeah. Yeah, so speaking of uh, awesome people, should we thank our patrons? Yeah, let's thank our patrons. Oh my god, wow, thank you so much. Wow, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bible study. Welcome, thank you so much for coming today for our very solemn study session of everyone's favorite book. No, not the Da Vinci Code. That's against the Bible. That's against the Bible. The Bible, also known as the God Code. That's sacrilegious, the Bible. The Bible. 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 But right now we're going to bow our heads in prayers. In prayer, solemn prayer. And first, I would like to extend a very special thank you to Just Juka. Thank you. Mm. Raise them up. Raise, Raise them, them up. All the way up. B I B B B B by B Bo B B B Bo B Bo B Bible. Bible. And I have a huge prayer request for Logan. Um, Logan is a wonderful, wonderful person, yeah. and they're always trying to get closer to God. Yeah. Um, but uh, lately, they've been doing it by climbing towers. Yeah. And that's not what the Bible meant. It's no. a figure of speech. God's everywhere, no. even though the Bible also says that He lives on mountains. But that's not the point. <laughs> and uh, you don't have to climb that tower to get to God. You can find Him mm-hmm. anywhere. You can find Him in the bathroom. Yeah. Or in a seedy um, mm-hmm. alley, or uh, just under a dumpster. True. Find him anywhere. And that's quite funny you say he lives on a mountain, because I have another special prayer request for a good friend, Michael, who mm-hmm. actually climbed a mountain to go meet the old wise hermit on the mountain to find out about God. Oh, wow. And when he got there, he's just like, he's everywhere, dude. You didn't have to come up here. You wasted all your aeroplanes to fly out to the mountain. Yeah. You wasted all your money on new shoes to climb the mountain. You could have been using that money to help the church. Mm, exactly. So, Michael, just next time you plan on a big epic adventure to try and seek truth and enlightenment, remember, all you got to do is go to your local church and drop a couple grand in the collection plate. Amen. Amen. And the same thing goes for Happy, Happy Mm. TPR. Mm -hmm. And um, what happened with them is they read in the Bible where it says, if I go to the depths, you are there. Um, That just meant that wherever you go, God will be there. So he's just started, or they just started digging. I thought that meant like that's what the uh, uh, Ocean Gate was about. Oh, that's true. They were trying to find God. They were trying to find God. Not the Titanic, as some people would have you believe. It is a uh, left-wing media conspiracy, I believe, Yeah, that some might call it. Damn the left. Damn the left. And damn the torpedoes. Yes. But Happy didn't find God in the depths. No. They found him in writing a check to the church. (laughs) (laughs) 
As you should. As, As you, you all should. Amen. Amen. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. The song is called <laughs> I'm Sorry, A Lament. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that how it's, is that yeah, how it's he saying? says it like that. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. By Toby Mac. Oh. Toby Mac on the DC track that's back. With their comprehension. I believe that if he'll do mention that, there's a lack of recognition when it comes to his position. Is this really the guy? Yeah. He's a christian rap guy yeah he was in dc talk and then he's on are, were, are they yeah. a christian rap guy duo group uh, uh they were a christian duo. group yeah who had rap who had rap in kinda it kind of like a lincoln park pod kind yeah of thing? but before that before that yeah well oh they yeah were they were before, way before lincoln park yeah wow they some say that their album jesus freak was one of the first mm. uh rap metal albums although right. i don't think it's rap metal it's more like rap pop but um this song goes as follows we started out strong, but somewhere along we lost our way. Done things in your name. I'm so ashamed. I don't have the words to say. We've killed and destroyed. Stolen and blamed. All in your name. You told us to give. Told us to love. But we chose to take. You laid down your life. Uh, put power aside. Showed us the way the, and the truth. We rolled into church. Opened the word and forgot that we called. were called to include. Actually, this isn't bad. <laughs> now it's long overdue, but I can't dilute. Uh, what we seem to have... Put on the shelf. I can't speak for us all, but I gotta believe I'm speaking more for myself when I say I'm sorry. I saw this on a list of like terrible Christian songs, but that's actually not a terrible message. No, it's kind of like, hey, we've been doing bad. We haven't been following what we say we do. Maybe yeah. we should try and do a little better. This actually sounds like it's yeah. The rest of the song too. It seems to be about inclusion and welcoming people and yeah, actually being uh, what you Christians claim to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well. Wow. Okay. Never mind. But this we're gonna keep this Christian and, rock lyric. And I, I'm not against this message. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> so good job, Toby Mac. I'm Toby sure Mac. you've done awful things, but this one's hey, not. Hey man, it. you yeah. got it. You got it here. You made us. You made us believe. <laughs> yeah, we believe now. We're Christians. Yeah. Thank you, Toby. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Work, work, work. Sky Moon. <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So